are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am just thrilled to be with you today. Today, I have a guest with me that I am just so excited to find out about this information and have you all find out about this information. But before we get into that, I'd like to let everybody know that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I do want to remind everybody to head on over after the show to Voice America. TV and check out my videos over there. It's the Healing Whisper, Mary Ann's Garden. And I just had a new video go up uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, about growing beans. But you know, it's a gardening show, but it's not just about growing things. Yes, it is about that and how to, but it's about the healing properties of the garden and gardening. And it doesn't matter whether you're outside or inside. Yeah, there are healing properties connecting to the earth, the sun, the air, and the plants. And I also need to let you all know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and today's guest, Tom Palladino. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. All right. Welcome, Tom. Welcome to the show. Dr. Marianne, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I am just thrilled to hear about what uh, you are going to be telling us, and it's about scalar energy. But before we get into that, let me just briefly tell everybody about you uh, in that your research and work with scalar energy began during your undergraduate years. Uh, you have been inspired by various scientists like Hieronymus Moray Piore and especially Nikola Tesla as to the existence of an energy that is not of the electromagnetic spectrum. With this inspiration, Tom has pursued a course of independent study in order to better understand and subsequently harness scalar energy. It's also known as prana, chi, radiant energy, zero-point energy, orgone, eloptic, and after years of experimentation and modification, Tom has developed a technique using scalar energy that will transmute pathogens quickly and painlessly 
and this technique facilitates the use of photographs of people who desire to have pathogens transmuted in their bodies. And I could go on and on about this, but you know, I think, Tom, it's time for you to tell us about scalar energy. And uh, before you get into that, can you tell us a little bit more about how you really got interested in this? It says in your undergraduate years, and uh, you obviously have been extraordinarily passionate about this to just go and do it on your own. So how did you get led into this? Yeah, you're, you're right. I had to go at it alone, so to speak. There is no uh, college course for scalar energy. It's groundbreaking research. As a youngster, I would study Nikola Tesla. Many of you have heard that name before. Nikola Tesla was a great scientist who gave us AC electricity. Many inventions uh, revolve around his discoveries of AC electricity. But later in his life, Tesla started to study scalar energy, and he became the, the preeminent scientist of, of that time who had perfected scalar energy instruments. So scalar energy is a different type of energy than that of electricity. Um, If I had my druthers, the entire world would be run by scalar energy, not by electricity. Um, So that is, again, that's my seminal start, if you will. That's where it all began with a study of Nikola Tesla. I had a classical education. I went to college, obviously. But thereafter, you have to go out on your own. Um, If it's groundbreaking research, then you have to uh, uh, be the trailblazer. And essentially, that's what I have done and some other scientists have done to bring scalar energy to the attention of of the world. Well, and and it seems to me what I've read about the scalar energy that uh, especially what you have provided me is that it's the type of energy that um, it's really not only groundbreaking, so to speak, but it's something that is promoting the health of everyone. And uh, uh, it might be one of those things that kind of steps on the toes of the establishment, shall we call it, that uh, uh, makes it very difficult to develop. It, It does. It does. There is a suppression of scalar energy during tesla's day he was suppressed why because scalar energy is free energy it's from the sun it's from the stars it's another form of energy than that of electricity and if this is free energy it really will serve to upset some of the monopolies in the world and that's what we've seen in tesla's day and we still see that suppression today but it's lifting um you you can't keep this uh, uh covered. This is now seeing the light of day, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it, it certainly is. So now, tell us, you say it originates from the stars and the sun. Uh, can you, in layman's terms, particularly for me, even though I have a medical education, I don't have a uh, engineering type education. So describe its nature. Sure. Uh, it, it, in character, it's a double helix. Imagine two corkscrews intertwined. That's a scalar wave. 
So okay. it's not the typical wave-like formation that you would see on an oscilloscope if you were um, plotting an electrical current. Scalar energy is a double helix. And it's my opinion that a scalar wave gives rise to our DNA, which is likewise a double helix. Now, many people say, well, where do the instructions come from DNA? How is it that DNA is a double helix and it maintains itself? And my answer to that is that scalar energy, sunlight or starlight, provides the information for all DNA. And that's why we have a standing scalar wave represented as our DNA. So my point is, all life can be attributed to this intelligence, scalar energy. Okay. And so now you call it intelligent. Now, why do you call it that? All energy is intelligence. A lot of people, when they say you think of energy, you think of maybe heat or some type of force. That's true, but energy is intelligence. And it's my belief that scalar energy serves as the intelligence for everything, for the spiritual, the, the mental, the emotional, the physical planes. So behind every action, there has to be an intelligence. There has to be instructions. And I'll go as far to say that Scalar energy serves as the instructions for the universe. I mean every word of that. Scalar energy is the instructions for everything in the universe. So this really calls to mind consciousness, or perhaps the mind of God, or what some people call zero-point energy. There are instructions for everything. I believe that is scalar energy in action. Okay. Wow. Uh, So now, does this change, or shall we say... uh, well, change, I guess that's the best word, uh, Einstein's theory of E equals MC squared. No, that's, I, Einstein, um, in his own right, studied electromagnetic energy, and he did make um, some significant accomplishments, discoveries with electromagnetic energy. If there's one thing that Einstein did not explore was that there's another energy, scalar energy. And I frankly think that Tesla was ahead of the game, so to speak. Tesla knew that there was two energies. And with that, you can explain the circumstances, the events of the universe by way of these two energies. Now, Einstein primarily focused on electromagnetic energy, which only serves to explain some of the events in the universe. You need to understand both energies to understand fully how the universe comes to be, how the universe is maintained. So my point being is, Sadly, Einstein focused almost exclusively on electromagnetic energy, not really entertaining that scalar energy was another form of energy. Okay. Now, so these two forms of energy, they obviously, from what you've said, will work together. Yes. Okay. Yes. They, they coincide. On planet Earth, both scalar energy and electromagnetic energy are apparent. They're both necessary for life. Right. So now when we are talking about energy, are we missing the boat a little bit when we say that everything is energy and going down to the quantum physics uh, with quarks and and all of that, is this still uh, in the electromagnetic energy area or are are our quantum physicists still ignoring scalar energy? There's a simple explanation to that. All energy 
originates as scalar energy. The sunlight and starlight originates as a double helix, which is scalar energy. And then in many instances, scalar energy will degrade into electricity and magnetism. So the electromagnetic spectrum is simply a derivative of scalar energy. So with that in mind, um, both, again, energies are pertinent um, to our life here in this world. Um, Both have to be considered as sharing in our human experience, in natural phenomenon. But it's, again, it's so simple, Marianne. Scalar energy originates from the sun and the stars, and then it will convert into electricity and magnetism in many environments. It's that simple. Okay. Well, you know, I I got it. And uh, folks, there is a, a reason now I, I can see all those little question marks hovering over your head uh, that why am I talking about energy and quantum? Well, uh, because we are all energy and everything about us is energy. And Tom is using this scalar energy to help people heal. And um, so, Tom, can you just give us a little introduction as to why uh, you started using scalar energy to help people heal? Sure. Um, What I've observed with scalar energy, it allows us to have control over nature to a much greater extent than that of electromagnetic energy. So scalar energy gives us direct, consummate control over nature. And in particular, one of the functions of my scalar energy instrument is I can destroy, I can break apart germs easily within, within an instant, frankly. So scalar energy in one application can be used to eradicate viruses, bacteria, fungi from the body. It's a dependable process. That's one of the benefits of scalar energy. And I've more or less modeled my healing ministry after that, that motif. Okay. So we're just taking apart pathogens uh, using scalar energy. Yes. Okay. Now, I can see how that can definitely lead to healing. So, Tom, we're taking apart. How does that work? Sure. There's always an explanation. And and once again, it's simple. And the reason I say (laughs) it's simple, it's fundamental. If something is fundamental then usually you see a very simple construct behind that. Scalar energy, again, is the intelligence of the universe, including the intelligence of molecular bonds. And you can negate the intelligence that holds together matter. That's known as a covalent bond or a hydrogen bond or some type of ionic bond, etc. My scalar energy instrument will negate molecular bonds, and in so doing, the molecule, in this case a virus, a bacterium, a fungus, will fall apart. Um, Some people call that transmutation. We're simply instructing a germ, a, a microbe, to release its molecular bonds. In so doing, that germ ceases to exist. It's been reduced into smaller, harmless physical forms. In so doing, we've eradicated germs from the human body. We've done it all by way of scalar energy, which is a painless, simple approach. So what I'm saying is that scalar energy someday will be embraced as a cure for pathogenic disease. It's, fr- frankly, it's quite simple and easy to accomplish that. 
Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, that that sounds absolutely fascinating. And I do have several questions related to that. So, but before we get into that, we do need to take a break, unfortunately, I guess. <laughs> so, folks, don't go away. And when we come back, we'll get right back into this. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today is Tom Palladino, who has perfected, well, maybe not perfected, because <laughs> nothing is ever perfect on this plane, but uh, has worked with scalar energy and has developed ways to disassemble pathogens, plus some other things. So now, while we're talking about pathogens disassembling, falling apart, as it were, Tom, my first question for you is, when you do your scalar energy for an individual and you're disassembling pathogens, what is preventing the beneficial uh, microorganisms mm-hmm. from disassembling also? Sure. Excellent question. In order for me to instruct my instrument to destroy a pathogen, I take a photograph of that pathogen and I place it in my instrument. So there's a light recognition. For instance, if we were suffering from, say, the herpes virus, I would take a photograph of the herpes virus and place it in my instrument. My instrument would look at, would scan the herpes virus. And then in so doing, with 
that informational input, we can destroy the herpes virus. So everything I do is by way of photographs, allowing my instrument, the scalar energy instrument, to look, to interpret the photograph, and then to, to, if you will, send the correct intelligence into the human body to break down the molecular structure of that germ, in that case, the herpes virus. So over the years, I've amassed a collection of photographs of pathogens, of parasites. And I obviously avoid um, photographing probiotic bacteria. Well, with that in mind, as long as I have a photograph, a magnified photograph of a pathogen, I can instruct my instrument to destroy, to break apart the molecular bonds of that pathogen. So there is a science to this. The instrument does what you tell it to do. And again, we have control. We have consummate control over microbes, over pathogens with scalar energy. So what about a pathogen that actually can be, well, it's not a pathogen until it becomes overgrown. And I am speaking in particular of candida. Yes. Yes. I treat on a daily basis for candida albicans. Let's use one of the um, species of fungi that's responsible for thrush. Right. So what I recommend that if people are suffering from candida um, thrush, that they come to me and I will treat them for a period of time. After that, if they want to go off the program, by all means, they can do that. Our program is only for 30 days. And they can rebuild their flora in their body. And in so doing, if, if they feel that candida albicans is pertinent to their health, by all means, go back on your regular program and in so doing, by simply eating fermented foods, um, you'll be able to regrow the gut flora. So I want to make it clear. My instrument does exactly what I tell it to do. And Mm -hmm. as you said, there are some um, species of, of pathogens that can also be responsible for our gut flora. I myself, I've treated myself probably for 25 years with scalar energy, and I've had good results, and so have our clients. Um, But nonetheless, as we understand the microbiome, we realize that there are many species of bacteria, fungi, etc., even viruses that we don't have a complete understanding of. So with that in mind, I would recommend that people try my program out for at least a month or two months, see how they fare. If they want to go off the program, by all means, go off it. And if you think that you need to rebuild your gut flora, I can understand that. I can appreciate that. Right, yeah. Well, uh, there are certain things that that we absolutely have to have uh, on our skin as well as in our bodies to uh, help maintain that health. I, I guess there are more bacteria and fungal organisms in our gut than we actually have cells in our body. But yes. that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, you also, with your scalar therapy, you are creating nutrients? That's right. That's right. Again, scalar energy is intelligence. I can instruct a scalar energy instrument to assemble the, a antioxidant, a vitamin, a mineral inside the body. Everything I do is by way of light, scalar light, which is instructive light. So we can work with scalar energy to actually assemble 
the molecular structure of a vitamin, vitamin D or resveratrol or an amino acid. This is, again, the consummate control that we have with scalar energy. We can assemble micronutrients inside the body. And in so doing, we see many people, their health improves, their mental health and their physical health. As you know, our food has been denatured. We, we have, our soil has been polluted and, and denuded of its, of its minerals, of its nutrients. So I believe the ability of scalar energy to deliver and to assemble micronutrients inside the body is going to be the answer for so many people who suffer from poor nutrition. Right. No, no, so, and you also will balance the chakras um, yes. using this energy. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Our chakras are composed of scalar energy. Um, and this is perhaps why Western medicine does not recognize the seven chakras, because Western medicine does not understand and recognize scalar energy. <laughs> when I work with my scalar energy instrument, I usually have a very profound impact upon the seven chakras, and accordingly, I see that, that we also have a, a, a concomitant effect upon brain waves. Many people tell me that the chakra balancing will produce a state of tranquility. Some people have gone as far to say that we have been able to reprogram their brain waves so that they can sleep at night. Some people have said that they have overcome insomnia by way of these scalar energy treatments. Again, scalar energy is perfect sunlight, perfect starlight. And when we download scalar energy into the body, including the human mind, we really have quite favorable results in the emotional sense and even in the cognitive sense. So a chakra balancing is one of the features that we, we address on a daily basis. And by balancing our seven chakras, we see a change in, in attitude, a change in a person's emotional mood. It's quite uplifting. We've even been able for some people to reverse their depression. Quite promising. Yeah, it, it really does sound like that is. So here is kind of a little off subject, maybe uh, not so much off subject. When we are talking about scalar energy causing it to disassemble a bacterium, which is a single cell. What about disassembling a cancer cell, so to speak? I, I haven't perfected that. I, I'll share my... Working story. on it. <laughs> yes. Thank you, doctor. Um, as far as cancer is concerned, I believe cancer is simply an informational disease. We have the wrong information in our cellular structure. The base pairs have, have mutated. And it really boils down to three phenomena. The base pairs either experience an addition, a deletion, or a substitution. Again, if, if our DNA, if our cellular structure is decided by scalar energy, that is, scalar energy serves as the instructions for the human cell, I believe a scalar energy instrument will eventually be able to reprogram the human cell to a scalar energy instrument should be able to reprogram our DNA. And that reprogramming should put back into the DNA the proper intelligence. And that proper intelligence should serve to cure cancer. Well, and uh, that it, it just seems logical to me that that would yeah. happen and right. Right. Um, all of that. One of the things that I have heard or understand is that 
when we get an infection, say, let's just say, for example, the herpes virus uh, that gives us cold sores. And my understanding is that that virus will bury itself deeply within the cellular structure, not as the virus itself, but as its energy signature. Mm-hmm. And it, that's part of the thing that a person needs to eliminate is that energy signature on a deeply cellular basis. Is this mm-hmm. something that is um, just kind of not accurate or? Well, let, let's, let's share a factoid. Um, the medical community considers that at least 20% of human cancers are caused by viruses. I, I think that's an understatement, but let's say 20, 25% of human cancers are caused by viruses. And then when we round off the other vi- uh, fungi and, and, and protozoan, et cetera, and bacteria, I would say probably at least 40% of human cancers are occasioned or are triggered by some type of pathogen. So let me isolate one in particular, the human papillomavirus. That's right. the leading cause of cervical cancer. Now, I, with my scalar energy instrument, my present state of the art, I can easily disassemble the human papillomavirus. Now, what does that translate into? I will be able to prevent some cases of, the, of cervical cancer. Again, the number one cause of cervical cancer, uterine cancer, is the human papillomavirus. So I don't have the cure for cancer, and I'm not stating that. But in some cases, in, in some incidences, I can prevent cancer by eradicating, getting rid of the viruses, the fungi, the protozoan that can occasion, that can trigger um, that type of cancerous growth. Okay. And what about that energy signature of that virus? Is the disassembling also getting rid of that energy signature? I- I think Even though the person a long time yeah, ago I, I healed. There, let's call it some type of um, energy, energy memory or, or some type of um, um, leftover, say, energy in the quantum realm. That's what I think scalar energy does. It not only disassembles the, the physical uh, chemical bonds of a microbe, in this case of a, of a virus, but it, I believe also, and it, at least I can theorize this, that scalar energy removes that energy signal, that there's some type of energy memory, and that scalar energy will also efface that energy memory that we have in our body from that pathogen. I think that, again, is very prudent of you. Okay. Yeah, it it, it, uh, makes sense, actually, when you're talking about how you disassemble it by causing the molecular uh, intelligence of that pathogen just to kind of lose its intelligence and its bonds and everything that holds it together. Now, here's a question. What are some of the interesting experiences that you have had while working with scalar energy? When I'm in my laboratory, if I bring, say, my cell phone in the laboratory or, say, a computer, a laptop computer, um, the signal for the cell phone and the signal for the computer are nullified. And what's my point? 
a cell phone and a computer can operate in an electromagnetic environment. The signals to our cell phones and our computers are electromagnetic in character. When I'm in my laboratory and close to my scalar energy instrument, it's a scalar energy dimension. And that signal is not recognized by my cell phone or by my computer. And my point is when I bring a cell phone or a computer in proximity to my scalar energy instrument, they can't pick up a signal. They, they both will not function. Okay. So it's, it's quite telling. Once you enter in a scalar energy dimension, electromagnetic instruments do not work. Okay. Huh. So is that uh, how the uh, cell phone signals are interrupted when people go nearby certain areas that the government doesn't want cell phones working? <laughs> uh, that could be it. And that perhaps also explains some solar flares. We've heard that when there's a, a preponderance of, of solar energy, sometimes those solar flares are so strong that's an electromagnetic pulsation that that could interrupt electromagnetic signals. Okay, well, <laughs> just don't uh, use scalar energy if you want to use your cell phone at the same time. And uh, now we, we have a few minutes before the break. You mentioned to me that scalar energy is the cause of time. So let's at least get started in that little subject. Okay. Again, scalar energy serves as the instructions of the universe, including instructions for time. Now, consider the character, the composition of scalar energy. It's a double helix. Mm -hmm. When you rotate that double helix in one direction, time moves forward. So scalar energy is the cause of time. When you rotate that scalar wave in the opposite direction, time moves in reverse. So my point is, Time is a continuum. And what governs that continuum? It's the rotation of scalar energy, so to speak. So scalar energy is in of itself a holographic uh, construct. It is in character, once again, a double helix. And we can control time by scalar energy. Some scalar energy researchers have said that when they were working with their scalar energy instrument, that that time... Um, was slowed down, or that they recognized that um, during their exposure to scale energy, there was some type of time warp, some type of time dimension that opened up. That indeed is true. Scalar energy is the cause of time. And when we get into that dimension of scalar energy, the, the salient point is this, all time becomes accessible. All time can be accessed in a scalar energy dimension. Scalar energy is outside time and space. I know that's quite profound, but I mean that. Scalar energy dimension will allow a person to access any time in history, period. And so that uh, the science fiction portion of a time travel machine isn't so far off of reality. <laughs> it is not. It's not. It's not not possible in the electromagnetic dimension, but once you get into that other dimension, scalar energy, it's the norm, frankly, doctor. It's the norm. It's, it's common. Okay. And, and so people might actually be able to go and speak with, in your case, 
Tesla and say, okay, yes. tell me more. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you, you can work on that too. <laughs> I will. I promise. <laughs> or there are other people, I'm sure. And, you know, you don't have to worry about, I don't have time to get all of this in because right. you're working in the dimension of no time. So that's, uh, you know, to me, it, that sounds absolutely wonderful. And, uh, yeah, it, it it's kind of like, Tom, honestly, do you think, the scalar energy is going to be accepted anytime soon? Yes. Yes, uh, Marianne. It, it, yes, to answer your question, and it has to be. Scalar energy will lead us to world peace. Scalar energy is super abundant. It addresses the notion of scarcity. You know, let's face it, there's a, there's a lack of, of resources. And scalar energy serves as infinite energy. And scalar energy will allow us to perform work we cannot perform um, with our existing technology. So scalar energy will, will allow us to progress as a civilization. So energy must be embraced, and it will. My prediction is within the next five years. Well, that would be just absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, folks, it's time for a break. When we come back from the break, we will find out how to connect with Tom and Scalar Energy. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today is Tom Palladino, who is working with Scalar Energy for healing and actually all sorts of things. Now, Tom, how do people get in contact with you and to receive treatments? Sure. Um, We have a a free trial, a, a session of 15 days. Anybody can sign up. I'll give you a website. Um, You simply upload your photograph. We treat people by way of some part of their uh, skin, a photograph of their skin. The website for free treatments is creativestrength.us. Anybody can upload photographs of family members and friends, and we'll treat you for free. Um, If you want to speak to me, I'll give you a, a, a phone number of our support desk, area code 805 364 3051, I will go on record by saying that the day is coming and hopefully soon that scalar energy will be embraced as the cure for pathogenic disease. I will go on record by saying we can easily disassemble the herpes virus, eradicate the herpes virus, and cure people of herpes. Imagine what this means to mankind. So if this resonates with any of you, if, if this makes sense with, with any of you, please join this movement. Scalar Energy is a technology that is about to see great progress and will set the world on a path of discovery and a path of enlightenment. Scalar Energy is a technology that will have a, a, such a profound impact upon the world. Scalar Energy is about to change the course of human history. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it certainly sounds like it will. Now, you say they upload a photograph of themselves or just of their skin. Yeah, it could be just part of your anatomy. It doesn't have to be an, an entire head-to-toe head to uh, photograph. Some people would just send in a photograph of a bus shot of their head. Some people, for privacy, just want to send in a photograph of their hand. They don't want to um, show their face. So all we need with scalar energy is some part of your skin, some part of your anatomy photograph. That's it. Upload your photograph, and I'll provide you 15 days of free treatments in which we will balance your chakras, we will assemble nutrients in your body, and we will eradicate the pathogens, the viruses, bacteria, and fungi from your body. Well, that just sounds absolutely incredible. Now, what happens after those 15 days? Most people feel well. And those that feel well, they might want to consider signing up for their friends and family. We have a retail website, and if, they, if that's their decision, so be it. Some people just feel that 15 days is sufficient, and, and that's great. We're happy to have treated them and at least balanced their chakras during those 15 days and eradicated germs from their body. So we leave this up to everybody. There's, there's no uh, duress that you're ever going to find with our website. Our intent is to heal the world, and this is why we're offering 15 days of free treatments to anybody in the world. We even have YouTube videos that offer those 15 days of free treatments. The point is to help people. I have a healing ministry. We heal with this healing ministry. That's our central function. Right. Okay. Now, um, do you have to, you you said that that people can send in pictures of their family as well uh, once things, if they decide to continue on, do people have to, do you have to have their permission? In other words. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
to answer that question, yes. Why? Because we want everybody to be able to express themselves, and the decision is theirs. If you're an adult of the age of reason, you should be able to make that decision for yourself. Now, can a parent act in, in, uh, on behalf of a child, on behalf of their son or daughter? Of course. You know, children are not of reason, uh, especially young children, and most parents make that decision for their young children. But if you're of the age of reason, and obviously if you're 18 years of age or older, you should be able to make that decision on your own. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, now we were talking on a very theoretical basis about time and uh, that uh, scalar energy causes time. And something you were telling me during the break was just fascinating about a Russian scientist working with scalar energy. So tell our audience about that. Yeah, there, there's a Russian, he was an, actually an entomologist. His name was Viktor Grebenikov, no longer with us. But he developed a scalar energy platform that could levitate. And in so doing, you have a local scalar energy environment. Um, scalar energy is the cause of gravity. And with this scalar energy platform that he developed, he could, he could actually levitate. And in so doing, he was able to move about on this scalar energy platform. And while he was on that platform, he realized he did not have any effect on gravitational force. He never felt a G-force on him. And he could accelerate on this platform. And his hair would never ruffle in the wind. His hair was never disheveled. Why? Because he's not subject to gravity. So he, mm-hmm. this man, Grabenikov, did devised some type of uh, levitation instrument that was a local scalar energy environment that put him in that other dimension. Now, one other consequence of, of being in this other dimension, a scalar energy dimension, not only did he experience anti-gravity, but when he was in that dimension, um, he was not subject to time. Um, he, he frequently uh, recognized that when he came back to the Earth, on this platform, and when he was no longer in a scalar energy environment, he realizes that while he was in this scalar energy environment, perhaps two to three hours elapsed in time, but he was not subject to that. So when everybody else in the world was subject to time, Grabenikov was out of time because he was in a scalar energy dimension, and in so doing, he was not, um, he was not subject to time. And it is said that he recognized that there was perhaps a difference in his timepiece of two to three hours while he was in a scalar energy environment on this levitation platform. It's quite fascinating. So what do we take from that? Well, scalar energy is not only the cause of gravity. He could levitate on this platform. But scalar energy is also the cause of time. And Grubenikov went on record by saying that he believes that he was not subject to time when he was on this platform, this scalar energy platform. Well, and uh, that, you know, a person probably could spend uh, a lifetime on inside the scalar energy and not age as such. But uh, I'm not sure why a person would uh, do that. you got to leave some time to eat. But <laughs> beyond that, um, a question that came to me. Now, 
what I talk about on this show all the time is the beliefs that we all carry on our hearts. And that's the uh, I love you with all my heart heart. And these beliefs are negative beliefs that uh, cause stress in our bodies. And the beliefs exist in the realm of energy. Now, I don't know if they are scalar energy or electromagnetic type energy. Has this been something that you have even heard of using the scalar energy to change a negative belief mm-hmm. into a mm-hmm. positive one. Yeah, I, uh, yes, and I believe in, in practice, I believe the chakra balancing is doing that. Some people okay. have told me that they've, they've, hold, they've been holding on to grudges or they've been, as you said, negative or perhaps in a state of depression. Sometimes after a month or two under these scalar energy treatments, some people have told me that their depression has lifted, which you know in many cases involves negative thoughts or, or thoughts of, of um, grudges or, or perhaps um, a thought of a missed opportunity in life. So I will go on record by saying, yes, our thoughts are governed by scalar energy. And if we can reprogram our mind with a scalar energy instrument, or we can do that through prayer or through positive thinking, then that does indeed change our, our outlook on life. I would suggest that everybody think positively, and I would suggest that everybody prays and make the most of your day. Obviously, there's problems, but don't focus on the problem. Focus on the solution. Focus on the good in life. And that's what I try and do. I, I see the evil in the world. I'm not oblivious to that. I I live in the real world. I don't live in la-la land. But when I see the evil, I try and correct it, or I avoid it. And I would suggest, obviously, everybody do that likewise in in practice. In particular, a scalar energy instrument, a chakra balancing, can abet that progress. If scalar energy is pure energy from God, then it can only uplift, and it can only serve to correct the conscious. It can only serve to abet our health, both mental, physical, um, so, yes, uh, scalar energy, I believe, is the cause, the underlying instructions for our mood, for our attitude, for our disposition, and a scalar energy instrument can correct that, that negative disposition, um, as well as prayer on our part. Well, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I I just want to repeat for the listeners that uh, Tom can be reached through that uh, website that he mentioned earlier. Let's see, Tom, what was that? CreativeStrength.us will allow anybody to upload as many as 20, 25 photographs of family members and friends. Get their permission Again, we're offering free scalar energy treatments. All we need is a photograph of your skin. So take advantage of that. Yeah, and uh, you can get that website on the Voice America uh, podcast site that uh, where you're listening to this, just go to the information about Tom and there are links directly from Voice America to that. Now, very briefly, we've got about, Two minutes here, Tom. Explain how scalar energy can be utilized as an unlimited supply of energy and put an end to the energy crisis. Thank you. Sure. 
If you look at our sun, the stars of the universe, that energy initiates a scalar energy. A, the sun at its core, at its very core, is a scalar energy dimension in which it's an uh, inexhaustible source of energy. It's an infinite source of energy. So when we want to change this paradigm and we want to end the energy crisis, we look at scarcity. How do we overcome this problem of energy scarcity? Well, we look to the sun and the stars because the sun and the stars offer us infinite and infinite supply of energy. So my point is this, doctor, we don't have to create scalar energy. We just have to harness it. Ah, so the power okay. plant that we want is not here on earth. The power plant for our energy needs is the infinite number of stars in our sun. So we don't need to build another power plant ever. All we need to do is capture that power, which is scalar energy. That's the beauty of this. So we can, we can obviously, in, in practice now, provide energy at pennies on the dollar, at a fraction of the cost. We don't need mm. to mine. We don't need to drill. Energy is super abundant in the sun and the stars. That's our future. Scalar energy is the infinite supply of energy. Well, and you know, and I can tell by the sound of your voice that this is something that you are extraordinarily passionate about. And uh, yeah, it it you can't help be, be passionate about that, just like I am passionate personally about healing and gardening, which they go hand in hand because of connecting to the soil and the earth. I do want to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And Tom, I want to thank you so much for being with me on this show. This is just the surface. And uh, I, uh, always leave with this quote from Proverbs 4.23. And King Solomon told us that we have to, above all else, guard our hearts. For everything that we do flows from the heart. And I'm talking about that, I love you with all my heart, heart. And once again, Tom, thank you for being with me. A pleasure. I really enjoyed myself, Doctor. Thank you. Good. Very good. And until next week, actually, folks, I'm talking about the energetic garden next week. It's a, a slight departure, maybe, from what we normally talk about. Don't miss it. And until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.